week 18 and it's finally over the nightmare has ended <laughs> the rams 2022 season ended last or this sunday it's tuesday night and i was actually doing some other things that's why i didn't record the podcast immediately i should have because i kind of forgot what happened at the game but i'll try my best to like recap it and try to remember why we lost and everything that went down in that game because it was there's a lot kind of hanging in the balance in the last week of the season even though there's nothing to play for you know but still yeah so this is the last episode of the po- we the rams podcast on a podcast format i have been transitioning to youtube which is the next move and of course i'm not gonna have anything until august because you know that's when the season starts until then you know just chill but let's get into it. week 18 it was the rams at the seahawks before actually before we get into it, uh pray still prayers and it's for the good news for damar hamlin i didn't cover that last did i well i don't i don't remember but Damari Hamlin, he got injured. Okay, I didn't. But he got injured in the Cincinnati game last Monday night. Last, yeah, last month, last week. It was a scary accident. And it's, you know, there's brutal accidents in the NFL. Uh, of course, um, I've seen it all, man. I've seen, you know, the leg injuries, how the nastiest ones being like, I've seen like Willis McGahee all the way back then, 2002, as a kid, seeing his knee go or fold in a way that you're not supposed to. Like I didn't even know it was possible, but I remember that as a kid. I've seen uh, non the worst ones being the non-contact ACL injuries because you know that you know they they really mess things up, um, really mess things up in their leg. But thankfully, with uh, today's technology, they could. Um, it's a lot easier to come back from like an ACL, and you could ask like Cam Akers. Like that was one of the wildest things of the Super Bowl season. He came back from a torn ACL, just in, and played in the Super Bowl or played in the playoffs and stuff, and almost fumbled the divisional round game <laughs> against the Bucks. But love you, Cam. But anyways. We'll talk about Cam today, too. But, yeah, going back on injuries, like, I've seen it all. But, of course, like, the worst of the worst is the uh, the head and the contact, you know, the hard can- contact injuries, such as, like, the big hits. I remember uh, the most brutal one I've ever seen was, uh, I've seen a few. Um, but the one that I really remember was Anquan Bolden with the Cardinals. He's playing the Jets, and I think I caught it on, like, you know, how they uh, switch games at the end, you know, as a kid or a teenager. And Anquan Bolden was trying to catch something in the end zone, and he got really hit hard, 
by the safety of something that you some something that most fo- football fans are aware with you know when a wide receiver catches like a post route towards the safety they call it like a hospital pass now because <laughs> it sends you to the hospital and that one I, I thought he i thought he died i really thought anquan bolden died that as a kid or a teenager however old i was i was like shit dude he he, he really died <laughs> well i wasn't laughing but i was i was freaking out and it turns out he's okay i mean he, he went on to have a really long career a really good career but uh yeah that freaked me out as a kid there is a uh, javid best who played for berkeley as a running back star running back he went to detroit and he was doing okay in detroit and then i think he was diving for like a touchdown but he landed like on his neck and it made him have like a weird reaction like his body stiffened up and he formed a wrist you know i hate seeing it but i also too that he thought thought that he died or something and it freaked me out and i i don't know if that affected his career or something i didn't research that before i literally just talked about it right now but yeah that one numerous others like Tua of course Tua this year as well with his concussions freaky Damar was the first that I've ever seen like he got hit um by Higgins from the Bengals and like he went he I think he lowered his shoulder but he he ended up going helmet to chest with Damar Hamlin let me breathe and uh it looked normal you know it looked like a normal football play but damar would go up and then he collapsed and instantly like it looked like a body you know in boxing they have like body shots so i thought like it was something like that but it turns out that they had to like resuscitate him i think is that the word but they had to give him cpr immediately and then they sent him to the hospital and i was like whoa I, you know, I don't watch Monday Night Football, but I saw it on Twitter. And I, I didn't know what to think about it. I really, people said that he may have passed away or it didn't look too good. But, you know, we had to wait till the next morning or like for any kind of progress. And it was just like we heard that he had like a tube down his down in his body, helping him breathe. And then we heard a lot of things until... Um, Luckily, on the day before, two days before Sunday, it was he. I think he woke up, and it, he showed progress. He shows showed uh, his memory was still there, so that was great. And the first thing he said was like, "Yo, did we win the game?" <laughs> and the game got canceled. So um, I don't know if they, how he reacted to that, but he, you know, it's really thank God that he's okay. But it was just an amazing amazing job by the medical people that went to him like as soon as he got hurt and then you know the doctors and nurses at the cincinnati hospital as well like they really saved his life and it was it could have been a tragedy but he's okay he's recovering but he's breathing he's alive and thank god so shout out to damar hamlin and that happened last week and that was really the story going into this week i mean a lot of teams affected like the whole football universe and affected me as well and it was i think sunday was more of a celebration of you know being alive (laughs) and having more appreciation for the sport and the players that 
what they do for us for some people of course not everybody uh, but anyways week 18 the story the game even though you know the season's been done for like two months now uh this game kind of had meaning to it you know the meaning or what was going on in this game is if we won if we beat the seahawks we eliminate them from the playoffs and we give our good friends in detroit a chance at the playoffs but if we lose and give the seattle seahawks a victory then detroit has to win in order for seattle to get in so i i you could tell i don't know if they knew about it you know you know the team you know <laughs> like they the, the common answer is like oh it's just another sunday you know finish the season strong but like they had to have known like anytime you have the possibility the possibility to eliminate like a rival team especially the seahawks it's always great always great and especially in seattle like those are the best victories like some of my favorite mcveigh victories are the ones that we won in seattle like forever like i'll forever remember it and all of my favorite a lot of my favorite rams victories have come against seattle and winning this week 18 to send uh the seahawks home and then give detroit a chance would have went up there as one of the top rams victories i've ever seen and there's been a couple candidates this season this season such oh you know such as the uh the raiders game with baker mayfield so this would have been up there as one of the most fucking amazing rams victories of all time but you know unfortunately we didn't win and it was it was um it's not like we didn't have a chance we had plenty of chances the story of the game being that defense stepped up majorly but the offense just didn't do anything they came up short i mean literally all we needed was like a field goal or a touchdown to win this game and we just decided not to we didn't execute we didn't we had our offense showed good drives but we weren't able to do it in the second half and that's when seattle came with the victory but yeah there was some controversial calls involved such as that roughing the passer or roughing the kicker on a punt deep in the seattle's territory which was kind of which according to the rules is kind of bullshit well yeah the call was bad but they called it anyways and it extended their drive and then they got a field goal, I think. But yeah, there's that. There's intentional grounding. There's taunting. There's just a bunch of weird non-calls by the refs. But again, I'm not one to blame losses on refs because at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield and his Baker Mayfield wasn't able to connect and make the passes in order for us to win the game. Cam Akers, on the other hand, did excellent when we gave him good running plays like like the offensive line was walking well cam Akers was rushing incredibly well it was like his third straight 100 yard game so shout out to cam Akers for finishing the season strong um but other than that you know there was just we couldn't get it done in the passing game i think 
there were so many good moments and good possibilities with you know Van Jefferson and then the one in overtime he had you supposedly wide open on a deep route and then breaking Mayfield ex, uh, underthrew him extremely badly and he got picked off and that was the end of the end of the game <laughs> pretty much so it was a fail by our offense our defense was really good you know we had good moments uh Jalen Ramsey had ended the season super strong he had so many great plays two picks um a goal line stop and of course he caps off the season with the unsportsmanlike penalty <laughs> and you know I love Jalen Ramsey but the thing is like in you know we we get a great player we get one of the best defensive players of all time but his aggressiveness can sometimes go to a little bit too far and it helps him but at the same time it can hurt you back it's kind of like those attacks in pokemon that hit that give you damage as well <laughs> and you know we kind of he can be it's tough to control his emotions because that's what makes him a great player it's like it's his greatness and it's his downfall at the same time and yeah but shout out to Jalen I thought he had a he capped another great season ended it a lot better than it started and defense made it like great they played well when we had to <laughs> and Bobby Wagner again last, uh, in his uh, Seattle game back in Seattle first time as a Ram absolutely phenomenal like he ended the season super strong and it just sucks that we wasted him for a season <laughs> but he you know the whole, the whole talk was like is he did he fall off is he gonna start going downhill the answer is no he's still fucking phenomenal he's a great leader he's i love having him in the sidelines i love love having him in the field and he's just a wrecking ball on defense and it was just nice to see him this season and appreciate a hall of famer like <laughs> we see a lot of hall of famers you know in this rams team but yeah and lastly shout out to chino smith uh i think i said this said this before but you know i have a connection to Gino thanks to old st louis rams players uh tavon austin and stedman bailey who played with uh Gino smith in uh west virginia they came out i think in the same draft class and i i was i was always rooting for Gino at the same time because i love Stedman and Tavon when they were with us so just to see Gino uh now in the playoffs and leading the Seahawks and playing really well like he he won the game <laughs> with his arm like he made some mistakes but you know he, he kept it strong and I know it means a lot to him so he's one of the better stories this season or the best stories this season and with that said it's the end of the season uh what what else was I gonna say? Uh, shout out to Jared Goff. Um, <laughs> he would lead Lions to a, a winning season. The Detroit Lions to a winning season, and he eliminated Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field. You know, Detroit may have not, may have, they might not have gone to the playoffs, where they probably would have lost anyways. But I think that season's worth worth uh, noting. You know, it's one of those. You know, the only the only w 
<laughs> the only way you can move is forward, you know. But that's not always the case. <laughs> you know, there's always evident, there's always um, injuries, uh, roster moves. But it's true that the culture is there. But the talent on that Detroit Lions team is is great on both sides. Their defense really stepped up after being so trash in the beginning of the season. But yeah, shout out to Detroit. I'm always rooting for Jared Goff, who's really one of the most under appreciated quarterbacks probably ever like i'll i'll be the guy i'll be the guy that will be old and telling stories about jared goff because he literally just um took two franchises the rams and the detroit lions he took the rams when at what i think two wins or something like that i forgot 214 how bad were we when jeff fisher got fired uh oh yeah but yeah yeah, that season, the inaugural inaugural Los Angeles season. He took us from that, and then he led us to Super Bowl. And then he took Detroit, one of the very losing franchises of all time, wins one game last season, and then he takes them to a winning record this season. And he just will never get credit. He's not even in the picture for the future. He's considered like a Alex Smith <laughs> chiefs type quarterback where they're where they're just gonna look for another quarterback and hope jared could uh um raise him like a patrick mahomes like they don't consider him to be like the future guy it's and he's just underappreciated and he does so much work for the community it's he's oh my god i'll he's he's quite a story really really an amazing story and just a great dude do I miss him? Uh, nah, he's still there. <laughs> I, I do. Oh yeah, okay. I do miss him. Well, not well, not the bad stuff, but you know. But shout out to Jared. Uh, heading to the la- uh, off season after this losing season, McFavorite possibly retiring. I don't think he's gonna retire, but I think he may need time off, <laughs> which he's doing right now, obviously. But it, I. I could tell how stressful it is for him. Even the Super Bowl winning season, it's just, it was so much for him at a young age, and he's young. That's the difference about him and other court or other coaches, is that he's like, he's still a baby. And the other coaches are all old, like they went through life, they have kids, they have kids now. Sean doesn't have kids, he just got married. Like he's just, he's still a young dude trying to figure out and balance his life, you know. He's younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's coming back. But if he's not, then shit. <laughs> but lastly, let's end it. Thoughts on a losing season. Again, I think the question <laughs> that I had going into the season is, will I ever give a shit about football anymore? The answer is yes. I still give a shit about football. The sting is less, you know. It doesn't hurt as much how i'll feel when the inevitable happens and i'm not going to jinx that team but that team might do things a team that i don't like might do things soon i'm not going to say what it is but i'm 100 percent sure it's going to happen and i'll answer that question then if they win it and i don't give a shit then i don't give a shit but if i do give a shit then i still give a shit and that that's (laughs) 
as the answer to that question. So, um, again, I'm moving the podcast or the Rams episodes to um, my YouTube, which I have started doing my film room. Check it out, the ghetto film room. It is a smash hit. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm still working on it. But I'll be ready for next season. Hopefully everybody's healthy. See you guys at training camp, hopefully. But I'll be there for sure for the uh, home opener unless I die or I'm dead broke. Or, um, yeah, those are the only things stopping me from going to the home opener or some game this season. Either money or I'm dead. So with that said, we'll, we'll be on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We have two years of, uh, or three, two, two years and two weeks of football. Uh, what is the word? Chronicled <laughs> on this podcast. But I'll I'll see you on YouTube. The Ube Allen podcast is still going, by the way. But it'll be like biweekly, I think. But I'll see you. Have a good 2023. Go out. Shout out to the Rams. Shout out to you. Shout out to football. And yeah, go Rams. Who's house? Mop squad. Uh, we'll be back. Greatest show on turf. Shout out to Kurt Warner. Bring Tory Holt. Tory Holt is a Hall of Famer. He should be Hall of Famer. And fuck your team. Go Rams.